Nick Kiprios here, and we need to talk New Energy. New Energy is a great tasting, chewable tablet I carry everywhere. Whether I'm broadcasting a late night doubleheader or going to an early morning pickup skate, New Energy is, hands down, my go to to help promote alertness, wakefulness, and relief fatigue with only ingredients I love. Look for the orange stick at a retailer near you, or look for my webpage at getnewenergy.com slash Kiprios. That's getneuenergy.com slash Kiprios. This product may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. What's up? World Hockey Report with Cody and Adam. Back after a little hiatus. Feeling a few pounds lighter after I got those teeth back. Or teeth out, whatever you want to call it. With the kid, Adam Urban Trout, as always. Say what's up, buddy. What's up? I, uh... I mean, we are both, our throats and mouths aren't doing too good. You got the the wisdoms out. I had strep throat for the last week, still battling, so it's fun days. It's kind of like the Jordan flu game of the podcast world. Like, yeah, we're grinding it out. Got to get the gotta get the comments out there for everyone. Big game six. We'll be sure to recap that. Yeah, um, that was a terrible, terrible game. Like, we'll talk about, we'll go game five first. What do you think of that one? Yeah, let's. I mean, we can definitely take a look at Game Five, and as a as a whole, Game Five was a lot more exciting, obviously. But I think the the big things the the missed call or possible missed call, whatever side of the fence that you're sitting on. Honestly, if they're letting them play, let them play. If not, you got to make that call. But are we going to say that that really changed the outcome of the game? I don't think DeBrusque scores there. If they don't go down two nothing, because it looked like DeBrusque put all of his anger into that one timer, and it got through Bennington. So that's my take on it. In a sense of, yeah, sure, that one cost him. It sucked, but yet again, everyone knows an action. There's a consequence. Not the end of the world. Yeah, it seemed like they're all playing pissed off after that. It just sucks that it was a one goal game. Like obvious penalty. Um... Nobody, but you got to keep yeah, playing. That's yeah, the like worst you, part. It's everyone yeah. sits there and throws their hands up, and it's so frustrating. It's like the most European thing you can do. Oh, Honestly, if you've ever watched a game in Europe or played over there, as soon as there's a slash or a trip, all ten guys on the ice stop playing. One person's rolling around. The other ones have their arms in the air looking at the referee. It's stupid. It's a joke. And that's what Boston was doing. I get it. It's a slew foot. It's a trip. Whatever you want to call it, you still got to play the game. Well, yeah, and remember that clip. I guess this is also a European thing, but Alexa Kovalev in overtime against, I want to say Boston. He got slashed on the wrist. He stops, shakes his wrist. The other team went on a breakaway and scored. So that was that. Uh, you got to play whistle to whistle there. So I think I predicted this. So I said, like, they're going to split, split, and then away team wins five, away team wins six, home team wins seven. So. Now we're at 6 tonight. I guess we're recording this on Sunday night. And that was just a terrible game. Like, what a waste of a couple hours. Okay, someone's got to fact check you on that last one. But yeah, that was a... Honestly, how much of that 60 minutes do you actually tune into? Like, full out watch? Because for me, I mean, plug your ears if you don't want to listen. Did I watch 30 minutes of this game? Like, actually, like, paid attention to 30 minutes, maybe? I mean, the rest was put you to sleep. Good night, Jim Kite. Yeah, well, I watched, 
the first period and after charles glenn did that anthem i was like oh man like that guy did a hell of a job holding that last note for like 13 seconds or whatever and i was like i missed it i was busy shooting a 44 oh on nine oh is that is that good for you I mean, depends on the day. It was pouring rain. It's been hailing here. I mean, it was a windstorm. Like, worst conditions I've golfed in in the past three years. And I pulled off a 44, so I'm not going to complain. Like, not a bad day. Uh, tough, tough, tough nine, too. Like, the course is soaked. I'm playing through sludge. I'm walking through mud. I'm trekking out there. I'm a warrior. Yeah, I was just a range guy just to fine-tune some things this weekend, but... Yeah, the first period it was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything like spectacular. Boston got that five on three goal, which they pretty much needed at that point. Like you're on the road, raucous crowd, five five on three, you need that goal. So Marchand got it, and then I don't know the second period. There's that one play that McAvoy like hit out of the crease where it could have tied the game, but there just wasn't anything for the first like pretty much the whole game. Like I tweeted after the first. St. Louis had two chances in the first period, and they both hit Tuukka Rask right in the logo. Like they weren't making anything hard on them, and the hits in the first twelve minutes of the game, they they were like three two or something. Or the shots in like the second period or the start of the third, like it was like ten ten minutes into the period, and the shots were like three two, and I, I heard that, and I was like, no wonder I'm falling asleep here. You know, not that I've downed a few wobbly pops before, but like. Come on, give me something to cheer about. Maybe a big hit. Maybe a little fight. Maybe some intensity. Yeah, that Duke Rask or McAvoy save was the most exciting thing in the game. Like, Carlos scores an absolute shit bouncer. That Kuhlman, good shot. That's a snipe. I mean, you put that straight J-bar south, no one's stopping that. That Pasternak one, good pass by Marshawn. Good to see that line actually show up, because I thought they were even on the team for a while. Like, it's an incredible thing. Dude, like, Marshawn's got, like, 23 points in 23 games or something stupid in the playoffs. I had no clue he was in, even in the series. Like, he's been so quiet. It's been ghost status for him. Yeah, I think that whole top line's hurt. Um, I was going to call out Krejci and DeBrusque, though. I kind of did after game two, just talking to my buddy, and I was like, well, like, DeBrusque and Krejci, they've pretty much been non-existent, I guess. Although you look at it, they pretty much have a black hole on the right wing, though. Hey, like it was back as then they dressed the extra D man, so it was just like a rotation. And then tonight it was Coolman, and he scored the nice goal. So there's that. Um, the top line was better, but Tuukka Rask, I think he's kind of been the story when they've they've won games. He's got to be their go-to guy, and he has been. He's been good, honestly. Bennington's been good too. Look at the goals today. How many is he actually gonna want back? Like, maybe two because, I mean, that third one that went in over the shoulder, like, if you're standing, it hits you right in the chest, and if you're reading the shot, but I don't know. Was that Coolman's? Yeah. Oh, that's a snipe, buddy. That's a, that's a heck of a shot. I mean, it's hard to fault him when he puts that. I mean, he painted the post there. Yeah, it's fair. But, and then that bouncer, like, that's a shit bounce. No one can predict it. Your reaction time has to be so good just to make that save. So, kind of tough. Or you got to be six foot seven and just drop into a butterfly like Ben Bishop. But, I don't know. I think end of the day, game seven, let's just hope it's a thriller. Like, 
We also, why is it on Wednesday night? Why do we? Ha- yeah, give me overtime, please. Inject me with triple overtime. I will never complain about hockey or the NHL ever again. If I get triple overtime, Game Seven in the Stanley Cup Finals, woo. But okay, I, I now I forget what I was going to say. You got me all hyped up about overtime. Um, why is it? Why is the wait so long? Why do we have to wait till Wednesday? Like, how long does it take them to fly from St. Louis to Boston? Why do they need this extra rest now? Uh, what are they doing Tuesday night? Oh no, it's always a travel day. There's something like that in there, but yeah, it's, it's stupid. It's like the NBA Finals. Yeah, although the NBA Finals is like six hours cross country, this is just kind of the Midwest to a little little east. But if you're in the East Coast League, you'd take an Uber to the game. Yeah, if if that even, you're probably walking at that point. <laughs> Shared lift, or what do, what do they call it when you like ride like the lift or the Uber no, with it, other people? Yeah, you can do that with Uber. It just yeah. Like, what, what's it called? Well, though? Here, what's get, it called? Get this. The other day, I'm with a buddy. He's been on the show before, so that really narrows it down. And he's like, it was a it was a long ride, so he like is like, yeah, open open up your app there. So I open it up, and it's like, oh, do you want to split this ride? And I was like, well. I guess he saw me look at it, so yeah, sure, I'll split the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah. someone, someone's—they're feeling the pinch already, eh? Yeah. yeah. Ah, what a life! What a life! You gotta feel for him, though. You gotta feel for him. It's a grind, playing hockey—not easy lifestyle. Back to uh, back to the the series, though. That Chara injury, man. Guy's got his jaw wired shut. Talk about a hockey guy! Like that's an ultimate move. Well, what what do you do? What does Adam do? If you break your jaw, are you playing in this series? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a Stanley Cup final, and there's, like, three games left at the time. And he's 6'9". Like, I don't know if you're, like, 6'2 or 3, but people need to stop, like, getting mad if he gets pushed in the face. He's on the ice. He's fair game. Guys are going to face wash you, right? And especially, like, if it's the captain. Um, but do you remember that I tweeted this, that Crosby comes back, and Chara's going at him in the playoffs right after Sid broke his jaw, right? Okay, I was saying that the other day, too. As soon as, I think, well, he played game five with a broken jaw, right? And so I was saying, I was like, man, if I'm the Blues, I mean, I'm not going to encourage hitting to the head, or hits to the head, Well, why wouldn't you go punch him in the face? Exactly. That's the thing. Man, if I'm on the St. Louis Blues, I'm winded up with a left from my own goalpost. Like, I'm coming down the length of the ice with one goal in mind, is that is to make sure that when he sits on the bench, he's in throbbing pain. Why? It's war. It's You're, you're playing for a Stanley Cup here. If you're going to play to be respected by Chara or anyone with the Stanley Cup on the line, you're an idiot, for one. That's the stupidest thing ever. No, I'm going straight at him. I'm going to try accidentally make sure that my helmet collides with his little chin cup there. I'm going to be throwing two extra jabs after a whistle. I'm going to be making sure that I'm grabbing a hold of that thing and ragdoll them around. Like, yeah, I get it. It's it's probably different when you're actually in that situation. But, like, for the Blues to, like, stay away for them, from them, that's, that's, that's crazy. It's insane. Like, you should be getting at them every single chance you get. It's like when someone's got a broken wrist and you're playing against them. Where are you going to slash? You're not going to be like... Ah, well, I guess, you know what, he's got a broken wrist. I might as well just hit him in the back of the legs. No, you're going to be trying to take that guy's hand off. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why it doesn't really make sense why people are always like, oh, like they're disclosing injuries. Like people are like, they're not going to intentionally target it. They're going to play hockey. And 
in the Stanley Cup Finals, you're going to get slashed in the wrist or punched in the face, and it probably won't be a penalty. Like, there you go. But aren't you sick of the sports net guys like Houston and Simpson? Just like every time Chara makes a mistake, it's like, oh, it's got to be the fact that he's that he's wearing a chin cup here. Like, it's not even a visor. It's literally a chin <laughs> cup. He can see fine through it because nothing's covering his eyes. Like, if it was like a birdcage, yeah, sure. But he's wearing a chin cup. And it's like, oh, he makes a bad play. It's like, oh, well, it's pretty difficult for him to look down. And it's like, oh, it makes another bad play. Well, it's difficult to see through that chin's cup there ahead. And it's like, no, like, he's 42 years old. He looked terrible against the Leafs in the first round. Do you remember that? I didn't really watch too much of that series, though. Like, I I, I tuned into like, a few games later on. But, yeah, I do remember. He, he wasn't great. Like, he doesn't have the skill set required to be a puck-moving defenseman in this league nowadays, where he could get away with that five years ago, eight years ago. Now, it's a different game. You see your McAvoys, your Krugs, or whatever, like, you know, guys like that, small, moving the puck, quick, you know, fast thinking. Not really how you'd uh, describe Chara. Yeah, and, like, he's a big guy who, who chips it off the glass, I think, at this point in his career. He's 42 years old. As we said, so, yeah, I don't know. They need to stop, but the whole Chara has a broken jaw, so that's why he makes a bad play. I mean, we, we talked about Rask a little bit, but going into Game 7, like, Bennington was lights out against Dallas in Game 7. Oh, yeah. Um, mm, I don't know if I agree. He was good. Well, he no, was like, he wasn't tested, but when he was tested, game. when he was, yeah, but, like, that first period, when Dallas came out buzzing, he made some six saves. Overtime, they had a couple of chances, including that Ben wraparound. On like that's clutch. That's that's not what a what a rookie does. Even though he should win the call, there. Oh my goodness! Don't even get me started. If some idiot tells me again that Bennington isn't the best rookie in the NHL this season, I literally I'm not gonna hit someone with my car, but maybe like my driver. Like I'm just gonna absolutely clock someone in the kneecaps because it's the stupidest statement ever to say that the regular season doesn't, or that the playoffs doesn't count. Like, I get it. They, they vote before because they're idiots. But clearly, clearly Jordan Bennington has been the best rookie in the NHL. There's no question. He's one win away from winning a Stanley Cup. Like, give your head a shake. Yeah. Well, it's it's a regular season award, so there's that. But That's stupid. Yeah, they, they were in last place, and now they're here. Um... Before we talk about Game 7, who's your con Smythe picks? Like, give me three on each team in order. Three? Only one person can win the con. Well, Smythe, yeah, just like but... your like, top three kind of power ranking. Like, a Game 7 could decide it. Oh, um... I'd probably say, like... Okay, like, I got Ryan O'Reilly and Jordan Bennington as, like, a 1A, 1B. So I'd go with Bennington 1A, O'Reilly 1B, probably a Petrangelo... As number two, maybe Pranko. I don't know. Like you know, they're they're kind of they're both in there. They're both good. I don't think Tarasenko's done enough to even be in that conversation. Then for Boston, Tukarask, no brainer. Probably no point in even naming the next two. But it's I don't even know who else. Who else would I give it to on Boston? Who's been like super clutch for them? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, may, it's, I, I guess maybe a guy like Marchand, like, Marchand, man, he's been Krug. consistent, and he, I mean, he brings it every night, even though you don't see him. 
he's he's doing it. He's doing something at least. Yeah, I mean, like him or Kruger, the two and three. Like I think Rask will obviously win it if they win Game Seven. He's going to win it. Um, there's not really a debate about the Boston one. St. Louis is weird because Bennington's been like decently inconsistent, right? Like he he'll go five one five one. Like he has given up five goals and then one goal a couple straight times now and. Even tonight, he wasn't awful, but he wasn't great. And then I think I'd be scared if I was the Bruins, though, because that guy bounces back from losses. Yeah, that's that's what I'm I was, that's what real. I was gonna say. Uh, okay, I beat you to it. I apologize. Like his numbers, his numbers after losses. Remember, he got pulled. I think it was in game what three, where they just got roasted. Came back and he was stellar, and he has been all playoffs. So he's probably the one. So both goalies, obviously, and then. O'Reilly, I don't think will win it because his first three rounds were just so like bleh. Now is the, is the Con Smythe all playoffs or just the finals? No, I, it's I all honestly playoffs. don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, yeah that's it's, it's not just the finals because I know I think it's the NBA that just does like finals MVP, which seems a little smarter to be honest because nobody remembers like the first round. Give me your NBA predictions while we're at it. I mean, I, I know you're watching. I've pretty much tuned into like all the Raptors games I think of like at least this round probably the last one too against Milwaukee or at least most of the games like do you think they're going to close it out uh, Monday night I think so I mean I'm in a dilemma here so the boys got ice for for Caleb's birthday he wants to he wants to get some ice we got that 645 to 8 what Raptors he's skating on his birthday yeah that's what he wants so we rented ice. So Raptors game probably tips off at like 7.20. So I missed the first quarter. Oh, man. Dolly. But I get, to play, I get to play net tomorrow, though. That sucks. I'm sorry. No, I want to play net. I never get to. So What the hell? Why would you want to play goalie? Oh, uh, it's fun. What? No uh, goalie has ever said that. Okay, so I'll go there till 7. Or I'll go there at, till 8. And watch the game after. Um, the Raptors are going to take it. They're at home. They smell the blood. Kevin Durant sucks. Um, He's not yeah, even playing. Raptors How can you say he sucks? Still sucks. Actually, um, Draymond Green sucks and Cousins. Wow. That's some fighting words right there. I'm sure if there's any NBA fans listening, they're going to have a problem with you. Also, what's what's your thoughts on that whole KD thing, though? Like, Is he like faking injured? to no, and, like hoping. I think his Achilles is torn. No, no, no. He's he's running and shooting a basketball. He's fine. But like, do you think he's like faking injured so that like if they lose, he can use that in contract negotiation, like negotiations no. to be like, oh man, the team sucks without me. Like I'm the best. No, that doesn't even matter. Like, he's getting the most money and most perks or whatever that you could ever get. So it doesn't. Yeah, but really basketball matter. players have massive egos. All they care about is themselves. Except for Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Telly leaves Toronto. Man, if they win a championship and Kawhi leaves Toronto, I can't wait. Yeah, that means to... he just cares about his lifestyle then. Dude, can you imagine Twitter? Uh, I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, honestly, this guy put his heart and soul into our team. You wouldn't care one bit? Um, Oh, no. If, we win a, if the Raptors win a championship, then I wouldn't really care. I'd be like, they won a championship. He brought us a championship. It was never going to happen. If he wasn't here. Mark this down. I'm going to put that in a quote. Okay, Adam. Move along. Anything else on the finals that you wanted to touch on? For NBA? 
No, 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 no. We're done with the association. Okay. Um. No. Well, we need our game seven picks. And like, what do you like? What does St. Louis need to do to win a game seven in Boston? Score more goals in Boston. Clever. Ah, uh, I know, I know. How about that? That idiot that was trying to argue with us on Twitter about saying like, no, it's not three one. I was like, you idiot! It went over the line. Did that not remind you of the Flames versus Tampa though? Ooh, flashback, flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always tweet that one. Ah, I know, I know, I know. Why do you keep tweeting, what's up, Flames fans? Is there something going on here that I don't know about? No, it's just because you know that crosses their mind every time they see that, so. Oh, so that you tweeted that out when that one happened. Yeah, there's one in the last game, too. Oh, see, I, I see you saying it, and everyone's replying back, and I got like, I, mean, I have no clue what the hell happened. Like, maybe someone was a part of that trade for... What's his name? Like Zarnik? I like I, I didn't look it up. I was just kind of thinking, but okay, that makes sense. I got you now. Um, I don't know what's what's my game seven pick. Yeah, it's gonna be two one or three two. You said you said Blues. I don't. No, no, no. I'm going with the Blues. Yeah, there's there's no chance Boston wins the cup. Um, Blues. Give me three two in overtime. I just love to see it. Good old Jaden Schwartz or Little Shen with the winner. There you go. Um, What's your pick? I'll go. Well, I said Bruins, so I'll stick. Mm, yeah, I'll stick with that. Bruins three two in overtime. Okay, nice copy. Of my score not a big deal. Oh, okay. Question for you. Would you rather a one nothing game seven goes to overtime, just a like, you know, great battle, or a seven six game in overtime in game seven? Um, just overtime. No no no, you gotta pick one. Always overtime. No, it's it gonna be one well, nothing um, or seven six? One nothing. Really? Yeah. You are a goalie guy, eh? Yeah, probably. I mean I love it. I love it. Uh, moving along. Hit me with some NHL news. What's been uh, what's been going on? Well, Jeff Skinner um, was going to be a free agent until Buffalo gave him way too much money. He got paid. Yeah, so he got an eight-year deal, seventy-two million, nine million per year. Your thoughts, man? Cash that ticket. If they're offering it, you take it. That's the thing is like I look at it from Buffalo's perspective and I'm like, you overpaid. You're like you're gonna regret this contract when he's thirty six years old, taking nine sheets out of your payroll. But yet again, like if that's what they're offering, dude, you can't fault Skinner on that one bit. Like take your money and run. What he he's really like he's a solid player, but tell me if I'm wrong, but he's only had like one or two like real good seasons. Like, it's not like this is a guy who's been, like, a prodigy since he's 20. No, he's had a 33, a 37, and a 40-goal season. Those are his three best okay, those years. Are, those are solid, but he's making more money than Leon Dreisaitl, dude. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't understand. I do understand it in a way... Um, did they really need to spend that money on them? Like, what good does it benefit them? They're still going to be mediocre. They're Buffalo. Yeah, I know. Um, they're okay. Like, 
how much of it do you think is like Jack Eichel being like, if this guy leaves, I'm unhappy? Mm, that's that's pretty unlikely. You don't think like Jack Eichel because like he runs a team, he's our highest paid player. No, like it's so rare for guys to actually do that. How how often does someone cough cough Evander Kane, Matt Duchesne? I don't know, one of those two maybe. I find that hard to believe. Just like Jeff Skinner, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but like if he's not scoring, it's the liney discussion. If he's not scoring, what does he do? Isn't he like a fast skater, like figure skating guy? Yeah, but like. Okay, uh, who's a uh, Toby Reader was considered this fast guy and he didn't do anything. <laughs> okay, no one did their homework on Toby Reader. I think that's a whole different case. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. Like, he's a good player and goal scoring gets paid. Um, trying to figure out how many goals he had after a certain time last year. Jeff. Here, I'll, I'll let you know this. But he's a good player. He's got a good shot. He had a bad second half of last year, which I don't know if it hurt him, but it didn't help him. Um, Buffalo needs somebody, but here's this. $19 million to Skinner and Eichel or $22 million to McDavid and Drysaddle? What are you taking? I mean, you got to take McDavid and Drysaddle, right? Yeah, like, you'd be exactly. stupid not to. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's it's hard to say and like put a oh here Jeff Skinner had fourteen goals in the last forty two games of the regular season last year. So his first half he had whatever it is twenty six and then fourteen. So bit of a drop off. Goal scoring gets paid. What do you think Liney gets now though? Man, Liney's second half of the season was horrible, and that's what I hate. No, he is had a- one good month. Yeah, okay. But, like, I hate guys who get paid off of, like, strictly points. Whereas, like, I'd rather see a guy get paid for winning a cup. I'd rather see Milan Lucic get paid for winning a Stanley Cup. I'd rather see, I mean, Dustin Brown, Drew Doughty, the LA Kings, those guys. Like, if you win a cup, you deserve to get paid. If you have 25 goals in the month of November and do jack shit until golf season... Do you really deserve to be in that same category? Like, what have you done? What have you actually helped the team other than, you know, kind of just kept them somewhat relevant? Like, you really haven't done anything phenomenal. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I'd be more comfortable giving guys like Dustin Brown or Lucic and guys like that contracts because they've actually won shit. This is just like... Oh, um, you scored forty goals for us one time, so here's seventy-two million. Yeah, it's insane, man. That's a massive payday. Any other, uh, any other big news? Kevin Hayes got traded. We talked about that. No, we didn't. No, we did not. He got traded to the Flyers for a fifth-round pick. Um, he's a free agent, so the Flyers very well could just be giving that pick away. It's a little weird, though, because Vigneault's a coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he had Vigneault in New York, and what I've just been hearing about their relationship is that it was like a, a player-coach relationship. Like, they weren't best friends, but it was there, and, like, they had their battles, which 
maybe, but their assistance is like Michelle Terrian, and you've heard all the Michelle Terrian stories, so it seems like a weird place. And especially, like, what does this mean for Nolan Patrick, though? Well, I think that they're kind of giving him a little bit more time. Maybe move him to the outside. Maybe. I think that could be an option. I don't see why not. He's not like a... He's not your typical big centerman. But, like, for Hayes, I think his style of play suits in well with Philly. Like, what's it hurting Philly to trade away a fifth-round draft pick? They're going to get some bum in the Western Hockey League who put up 30 points in the season. Or else, you're going to get a chance to negotiate with a truly elite free agent. Who are you going to take? Like, are you just going to be hoping to build up your East Coast Hockey League team? Or are you going to have a chance to, to put a legitimate center on the ice? Or like a legitimate second line player, while Claude Giroux, Voracek, those guys aren't getting younger. You got to do something now. You know, Carter Hart, if you don't, like, he's going to have to come in and obviously be phenomenal, but like two, three years is their window max right now. Yeah. And they just gave Ben Reams, I call that money last year too, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's interesting. I. He had a bad playoffs for Winnipeg, though. Like, Kevin Hayes down the stretch. But they didn't really use him. They didn't really use him. No, they kind of just like put him he, in weird he situations. He a favor really quick there. He's not a penalty killer. I don't I don't get what Maurice was doing. But, yeah, I think that a lot of that's like, hey, he didn't play great. I get it. Like, you, you can't just hand a guy everything. But, yet again, just how Winnipeg used him was also not probably not ideal. No, it wasn't. And, I mean, I... I'd give him like five times five. I think that's a fair deal for him. He can score 30 goals, and he's a big center. So we'll see where that takes him. Obviously, they can officially talk now. Like, tampering is such a thing. So it's not like the fifth-round pick matters. But because, you know, like, it's not tampering if you don't say the guy's name. So, like, I'm sure his agent could call Philly or Philly could call his agent and be like, hey, like, like you have a a guy like do you think we would be good with a six foot five centerman? It's like oh hmm I think there's a fit like that type of shit. So who's gonna that. actually say if like care if they say their name? Like tampering yeah. goes on all the time. Okay, of yeah. course though. If people if you're buying tickets, I don't care what you're going to baseball concerts, hockey, whatever. You gotta use Geek, Use our promo code World Hockey Report. All caps, no spaces. Get yourself twenty bucks off those tickets. That's World Hockey Report, all caps, no spaces on SeatGeek. We've got to give a quick shout-out. Calder Cup, as much as Adam loves when Don Cherry rants about it. The Charlotte Checkers. It's the Charlotte or Charlotte Town? Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte Town's in PEI. Ah, oh, that'll get you. Good old Canadian geography. So the Charlotte Checkers are the Calder Cup champs. Congrats to them. I believe they're in, like, the southeast or something, like... They're in like a non-traditional hockey market. I do believe. Well, North so. Carolina. Okay, well, whatever. They're still in that area. Like, it's not like a hockey hotbed. So, like, cool. Congrats on winning. That's obviously uh, something not a lot of guys get to do. But, uh, and then the ECHL. Did we even talk about that trophy? Did we? I don't know. Uh, even... Yeah, we, well, I don't. It's a weird story. Like, we tweeted about and stuff. Okay, but give me give me your thoughts. Like, what the hell? Like, this... They literally, they like they, they supposedly tried. How do you try to return a trophy? Like you either you return it or you don't. Like you just go knock on someone's door. Like hey, we've got the trophy. 
uh, we're not home. They're like, okay, well, whatever. We'll take it and keep it. Knowing knowing the CHL, they're probably like, okay, like, it's like 50 bucks to ship this trophy back. Uh, probably can't do it. <laughs> that is so true, though, man. I guarantee you. You ask, like, I mean, ask anyone. You, you know your buddies are in that league, dude. It's kind of like, you want white and black tape today? Like, who do you think we are? Yeah, it's... There's not a lot of money going around in that league. Two towels in the dressing room? No thanks. That's not going to happen. Um, okay. What I was guess your... the last, last trade here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We, we got... got more hockey news. I guess give it. Well, it's not. It's more so a rumor, but do you think this makes any sense at all? I don't really think it does, but Lucic to Vancouver, Erickson to Calgary, and James Neal to Edmonton. That would be the stupidest trade I've ever heard. Well, like, Lucic and um, Neil have the same amount of time, and Erickson has a year less, so he has four, Lucic and Neil have five. You're so, gonna, like, you're gonna would, take... Why would Vancouver take an extra year? Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. And plus, why would the Flames give up Neil on a sense of he had one off year? Like, there's a yeah, lot I better chance... That. There's a lot better chance that Neil bounces back versus Erickson or Lucic. That's that's what you can't argue with that. If you try argue with that, like you're insane, probably stupid. Yeah, that's probably fair. I mean, and Erickson, like he's literally literally a healthy scratch of Vancouver. At least Lucic can like hit, so maybe that. But yeah, that's I just wanted to say like how much that doesn't make sense. Who's tweeting that out? I've seen a lot of like the whole Edmonton media thing. Honestly, I yeah. try not even to read it. It's so stupid. Like if you like look at like the sports columns and like papers, if people read those nowadays or like any of like those Edmonton based like online blogs and stuff, honestly, you're just reading like the stupidest shit possible at this time of year. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. It's like, what can the Oilers get for Miko Koskinen? It's like, um, they can get a high five and send them back to the dressing room. Yeah. That's that's just what I what I saw, so I thought I'd bring it up just to acknowledge the stupidity Let's, of oh, it. Oh, what I one other thing I want to, to talk about. I mean, not to mention names, there's been a couple of draft lists pop up, a couple of questionable moves or placements. I'm not sure, like I'm not gonna be I'm not going to lie and say I watch all these guys on a nightly basis, but like some people are going way off the grid with their predictions. I think it's just for click. Like it's clickbait. Like there's no possible way that you would take a five foot seven winger over two six foot four centermen and then a six foot one score who's. There's been like numerous reports the last month that the six foot one score is clearly the uh, third best forward in the draft. Like, those don't just randomly show up. Also, I was thinking about that whole, like, I'm hearing a lot more debate of people, like, these so-called experts going, if I've got the first overall pick, I'm taking Capo Caco. Like, he's a lot more ready. He's going to jump in and make an instant impact. And it's like, is that really what the draft is about? Like, yeah, sure, he might be able to fit into your roster a little bit sooner, but... Are we really going to say that his ceiling is as high as Jack Hughes? I'm not sure. And that's the problem with the draft. Two people go, oh, like, let's give an example. It'd be like, oh, the Oilers need a defenseman. Okay. 
in two years they could have six or seven players off their roster, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, they shouldn't have taken should have taken a forward there. It's like, well, at the time, because you should be drafting for your roster in three years, not your ro- roster tomorrow. I'd agree with that. I think that's that's fair enough. Like, there's not many teams that are drafting in the top five that are in playoff contention. Like, okay, Colorado's the rare one, but that's because Ottawa's full of idiots. Yeah. Also, I read Matt Duchesne to Arizona. Probably locked that one in. I could see that happening. I could see it, but I could also see, like, him to Nashville. Mm, there's been a lot of talk about that, but does he really fit in with that Nashville team? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think... What's what's a forward want to go to Nashville to deal with? Like, you to go play with Wayne Simmons? You, like, there's... They got that, like, Tolvanen kid. Like, he's sick. But, like, there's some pretty decent youngsters, up-and-comers on Phoenix. Or Arizona. Whatever. Yeah. I think I mean, that's a lot sense, more appealing. It, it depends, like, what... Like, does he want to win right away, or does he want to go in the hot sun in Arizona? I'll tell you for free, Nashville ain't winning anytime soon. No, they're on the back nine. <laughs> and not Janner's back nine, where I am going no. par train, buddy. That's all day. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Is that all you got? Yeah, yeah I think that's all we got. I think that's enough. Like, maybe we get some live reaction there Tuesday night. Maybe we record a short little pod. Maybe we just hop on Twitter live. Give everyone our thoughts. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm sure you pay attention to all that Sean Avery stuff. I hope you don't follow him on Instagram. That would be embarrassing. But, like, what's your thoughts on what that kid does? That kid, that guy, whatever? Um, I don't know. He doesn't really do anything anymore, so he's just trying to stir the pot, I think. Yeah, I guess he gets his face out there, eh? Does kind of what he wants. Yeah. Any, any, big, any big plans for Trout this week? No golfing, no sass scoping for you? No, just hopefully watch the Raptors and get over my strep throat. Oh, what's a, what's your score prediction? Do people predict scores for bat? Like, is it? It's got to be hard to predict like a basketball yeah, score, but like like one like a free throw changes it. Like, no, I I don't predict those. Also, we are shipping out shirts left, right, and center. So uh, those are those are flying off there. I think we only got like five more, so they're limited edition. They're they're pretty rare. People better. Uh, snatch those up you better have some good bold predictions for tomorrow night i hate when i'm like oh someone gave me a bold prediction and there's one person like Kawhi leonard is going to score 25 and half of them are going to be layups and like you know he's like oh man there's gonna be a massive dunk then someone else is just like raps win it's like why waste your time don't even comment yeah don't be an idiot don't be an idiot especially not on our twitter looks bad followers get it together all right let's get out of here though that's it we'll talk your report with cody and adam chuck us follow on twitter Thanks for tuning in. As always, subscribe, share, and have yourself a good week. Enjoy Game 7.